Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Who Takes the Socks Off, the podcast answering the questions you never knew you needed the answers to. Before we move on, socials, have a look at the description of the episode. You will find our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram in there. Give us a like, follow, share, retweet, comment, all that good stuff. Show us you're interested. Let us know what you want to see or hear us doing. And, well, we'll just generally have a laugh in the process. My name is Ross. As always, I am your host for this episode. And joining me tonight are Andy. Hello. And Simon. Hi. And uh, Captain Awkward, our mate Thomas, is on a, a just a short hiatus, so he will not be joining us tonight, but hopefully we'll have some interesting, fun guests for you all going forwards. But today we are asking the question, what do French people call French kissing? Is it just called kissing, gentlemen? Well, obviously we're not going to go straight in. That would just be discourteous. <laughs> That's not what your mum said. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it my mum again? I mean, this might even be true because she won't remember. (laughs) I mean, it's usually Andy's dad. So, you know, we should should probably lay off his dad a bit. (laughs) It's usually Andy's dad going into my mum. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, I was going with, we normally take the piss out of Andy's dad. Poor old bastard. Right. So I thought we should probably have a go on someone else's, so to speak. Whoa. (laughs) Have a go on my mum. This is getting worse and worse. So kissing. So kissing. Mm. Ooh la la. Ooh la la indeed. What do you know about kissing, Ross? Well, I have kissed at least three women. At least three. I know a bit. Your mum was one. I have kissed two women. Your mum and your gran. <laughs> I have kissed no women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me what you know about kissing, as you are just the experts. I, I wouldn't claim to be an expert on kissing. I, I, Like yourself, I have kissed at least one person. Mirror doesn't count. I have kissed at least two people. (laughs) I've kissed at least three mirrors. (laughs) And they didn't kiss back. Oh, but they did. Oh, Oh, they did. So another question around the same thing. Is it still French kissing if it's two French people kissing outside of France? Depends how they're kissing, right? I don't know. Well, the the French kiss is like the the type of kiss, isn't it? Not the nationality of the people kissing. Yes. Would you like to hear a funny story? Yes. When I was probably 11, back in the days of black and white, I had my first French kiss with a girl and didn't know you were supposed to use tongues. We were just kissing with our mouths open and no tongues. (laughs) (laughs) It looked like you were giving her fucking CPR. Like two fish. It looked properly passionate. And then our tongues accidentally touched and it was like, (gasps) what was that? Never saw her again. (laughs) but yes that's a true story i won't reveal any names i'm not one to incorrectly french kiss and tell genuine true story first french kiss no tongues hilarious so not really a french kiss i guess anyway moving on history of kissing so (laughs) the earliest recorded evidence of kissing is from india would you believe not that hard to believe given the karma sutra came out of india (laughs) no well i've got the instructions on how to french kiss which obviously, by the sounds of it, you could have done with when you were 12. Well, yes. Why do you need instructions? Well, you need instructions for everything, don't you? No. Yeah. No. One, put your mouth on their mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going way ahead here. Oh, sorry. Is there is there what pre-French kiss foreplay? No, no. Well, well one is choose a comfortable setting. Wow. 
<laughs> number two is face back of the library. <laughs> number two is face your partner. <laughs> oh, well, if you didn't do that, what would it be? Number three is lean in and tilt your head. Number four is begin with your lips. Number five is initiate a French kiss. And number six is finish, which is obviously gone beyond a few levels there. So do you have to be masturbating while the kissing happens? <laughs> <laughs> there'll, there'll be a name for that as well. You just keep going back to that library. It does say, again, <laughs> if you and your partner want to transition into sexual intercourse, you can move your hands to begin simulating your partner's body. Big fish, little fish, cardboard box. <laughs> where, where is this guide from? This is from masterclass.com. Masterclass.com. <laughs> yeah. What the actual fuck? Has, has this one been written by Gordon Ramsay? And then Fred Sirio has written a recipe for Beef Wellington. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, I wish I'd had that, obviously, when I was 11, you know, rather than sort of a fumbled open mouth kiss with no tongues in the back garden of my girlfriend's house. Yeah. Obviously, I'd have, I'd have got it right. I don't know. Those instructions are a bit vague. Well, the origins, they're from scriptures found in Sanskrit uh, from... V- Vedas, I think it's pronounced. The Vedas Sanskrit scriptures uh, basically informed Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism around three and a half thousand years ago. Jediism. <laughs> Jediism. Yeah. You're not allowed to kiss if you're a Jedi. You must <laughs> leave all attachments behind. Did you not know this? I thought you knew this. That's why you can't be a Jedi. No, that's just because you won't let me. You're all picking on me. Why is everybody always picking on me? <laughs> so if, if, if it's Sans- Sanskrit, is what language is, is it own? I think Sanskrit is its own language. Okay. That is the language. So how many languages do you reckon there are in the world? Look at me going off on a tangent. Oh, my God. I would guess about three and a half thousand. Yeah. I was going to do like six or seven hundred. But given there's probably about 300 in India alone. Do they still have to be spoken? Don't know. Uh, see. Do clicks count? Uh, I'd have thought so. So, I'll, all right, I'll give you. There are 7,100 languages in the world. See, went far off. How many languages can Google translate? None. Well, or uh, just in general? Z- fucking zero. The option for? I don't know, 85. Not bad. 133. I was just about to say 132. Yeah, of course you were, yeah. And then, okay, so the top eight languages in terms of number of people speaking... Speaking Chinese yep. or Cantonese? Uh, nope. No? Nope. Well, English? English is number one. Oh, do you mean different dialects of the same? Well, there's 1,132 million speakers of English. Number two is not Cantonese. Cantonese is, in fact, not in the top eight. Really? Okay. Is it a Slavic language? No. You were, you were close. It's just not Cantonese. Oh, okay. Mandarin? Yes. Then Hindi, 615 million, Spanish with 534 million, French with 280, Arabic with 274, Bengali 265, and Russian 258. Is Portuguese not up there? No, it's not. I guess the Spanish is quite common throughout South America, Mexico, all that kind of stuff. But Portuguese is spoken a lot there as well. So I would have thought that would be quite high up. That you, you can almost tell, can't you, from that from that list? Who rampaged across the world hundreds of years ago? <laughs> you can. Oh yeah, sorry, us. And Mandarin is the hardest language in the world to learn. Is it? I thought Japanese would be up there with that because Japanese. No, I can do one to ten in Japanese. It's Sanchi, as far as I know. Zero ishi ni san jon yo roko nana hashi kyoju. Very good. Alex would be proud. What other languages can you do one to ten in then? English. Don't lie. What other languages can you do in one to ten in? I'm sure I can do French. Go on then. Under trois quatre cinq six set huit neuf dix. 
Very good. Spanish? No, I'm taking you do. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Very good. I mean, he's just been to Spain, so he'd be, you know, a bit pissed if he didn't know one to ten. And the word for beer? Cerveza, obviously. Grande. German. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, zehn. Which leaves what language for Ross then? Polish? Yeah, go on, Polish. You can piss off. <laughs> you can piss off. <laughs> I do Italian. A one, a two, a three, a four, a five. That set me straight. That's the count. A one nipple. Ah, 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 ah. Two nipples. Ah, ah, ah. Three nipples. Oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Stolen from Family Guy. Don't see. Obviously, copyright. Obviously, that's fine. I've got. How do you pronounce "kiss" in other languages? Keys, sir. I'm just remembering I'm going to get the Welsh one wrong. Excellent. Sarah, keep your ears open. Well, because, yeah, my wife is Welsh, so she knows how to pronounce it and told me, and I've now forgotten. Interestingly, I've got Catalan here. So Catalan is peto. Peto. Yeah. Uh, Spanish is beso. Afrikaans is suen. Holjabak is Croatian. Kis is Danish. Swidlema is Estonian. Kihi is Maori. Osculum is Latin. What's, yeah, but what sort of kiss are all these? Just the word kiss. Because uh, some scientist dude reckoned that there, I think it was 124 scientifically different types of kiss. What is it in German? Because it's going to be horrendous. It's going to be very severe, isn't it? I haven't got it. Yeah, it's probably die or something. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> might have to cut that bit out. It is just kuss. That must get confusing at the deli, right? What do you want? Kuss, kuss. <laughs> Whoa, I've only just met you, dude. What do you want to eat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to kissing. Yeah, kissing. <laughs> <laughs> From the Sanskrit. You two should get a room. Sanskrit literature, we don't need one, we get behind the library. The Sanskrit literature from about 1500 BC described the custom of rubbing and pressing noses together. Eskimo. Not allowed to call them Eskimos. Eventually someone slipped and found that the lips were very sensitive and found it pleasurable. That's one theory on how it started. About 500 years later, the epic poem Mahabharata which I have massacred, I apologise to everybody, which contained references of lip kissing. I used to have a copy of that somewhere, which I bought for like 50p second hand from somewhere, but I, I don't know if I've still got it. I never read it. But it's got a bit in it that says, she set her mouth to my mouth and made a noise and that produced pleasure in me. That's within that. It's basically a massive poem. It's a whole book, but it's one big poem. And the historic references then continue with Kama Sutra and so on and so forth. You're saying that French kissing came about by accident, somebody slipped, and then they invented French That's kissing. just normal kissing. That's just lip to lip. But that, that sounds like how anal came about to me. <laughs> That might be your experience of anal. <laughs> yeah, so about 326 BC, kissing began spreading from India thanks to the conquering armies of Alexander the Great. They learned about kissing from the Indians after the death of Alexander. His army split up and his generals went to various areas of the Middle East. The Romans were the ones who really popularized kissing, though, spreading the practice across most of Europe and North Africa. They liked a good pillage and rampage, like the British. But they were devoted kissing missionaries, apparently. For them, a kiss wasn't just a kiss. There was the osculum, which was a kiss of friendship, often delivered as a peck on the cheek. There was the basium, a more erotic type of lip-to-lip kiss. And finally, the savium, and that was the kiss of passion that later became known as the French kiss. In fact, it was such a big part of ancient Roman culture that they actually passed laws about it. One stated that if a virgin girl was kissed with passion in public, she could demand to be awarded full marriage rights. Wow. I know, right? What about the um, the different types of kiss? You've got French kiss, mm. Italian kiss, which I would call the European kiss. 
Which is what? You got my favourite. The old air kiss on both cheeks and all that sort of business. They have a specific name for that in France as well. Yeah? Have you got it? I have. I did have. I I bloody did have it, and I've managed to fucking lose it. <laughs> Whilst you're looking, there's the Glasgow kiss. Do you know how long ago the Glasgow kiss came about? No. Mid-80s. Early 80s. First mention was in the mirror in 1980. Wow, that's surprising. I know, I thought it went back way... T- Sorry, 1980s, you're right, it was the 80s, but yeah, it was the Daily Mirror. And then you got the Chelsea Grin. Oh, mate, that... Uh. Oh, no, 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 don't talk about the Chelsea Grin, that's nothing to do with kissing, is it? Can I just say, though, quickly on the Glasgow Kiss, there is an amazing eight-minute-plus instrumental from a guy called John Petrucci uh, called Glasgow Kiss, and it is just phenomenal. If you haven't heard it, go and look it up on YouTube. Or I'll post the link. Is it just a guy headbutting a piano? No, he's a guitarist. Is it a guy headbutting a guitar? Honestly, really good. Really worth a listen. I'll have to go have a look. We'll post it. We've got my favourite kiss, the Australian kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the French kiss, but down under. Did that come about from somebody slipping? It's entirely possible. <laughs> Haven't looked up the history of cunnilingness. I didn't think it was going to come up. Well, you you may have had to look up both sides because uh, the opposite of the French kiss is the Bermudan kiss. Exactly the same, but round the back. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it round the back? Well, so the Bermudan kiss is an official thing. I just made it up as a joke. Um, but <laughs> if you're in Perth, Australia, the direct opposite side of the map is Hamilton, Bermuda. So I made up the Bermudan kiss. I think we have to get that trending. Yeah, that's an entry in the Urban Dictionary. It's a name for eating ass. <laughs> nice. We've got to get that in there. Andy, oh, I'm looking at you. You're looking at me? You can see me? Stop doing that Bermuda kiss and get on the internet right now. <laughs> if you can give yourself a Bermuda kiss, that's quite something. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a lot of talk of people with heads up their asses. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there's quite a few in Parliament. There may be one less in uh, about five or so minutes. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. At the time of recording. Mm-hmm. Did you know? Anywho. Did we know? <laughs> this might answer the actual episode question. I'm not sure. But French kissing didn't have a word for it until 2014. I did know that, yes. Is that the answer? So, yes, French kissing uh, in France was simply referred to as baiser avec la langue, to kiss with the tongue. Kissing with the tongues, yeah. But, yeah, they dropped a term called, is it galoche? Yep. Which is slang for having a snog with your tongue, mate. And introduced by the Petty Robert Dictionary. Yeah. So essentially they called it kissing in France. Well, no, they called it kissing with tongues. With tongues, yeah. But so, well, I've gone on tangent again now. A bit like Dancing with Wolves, but slightly shorter. Hopefully not as boring. Tried to watch that film twice. So what's a Brazil nut in Brazil? It's not a nut, is it? Nut. I don't know. I, I have no answer. I'm just throwing questions out there. Life questions. These are the things people want to know. Actually, there is one that I do know. So French toast called in France. Don't know. Pan perdu. Ah. And French fries. Should know that one. Pom frites. Pom frites, isn't it? Correct. But if you have thick cut fries, they're called pom pont neuf. Okay. Pom pont neuf. Yeah. Neuf being nine, pont being... I don't know. Just to answer your actual question, uh, castana do para is what a Brazil nut is called. In Brazil? In Brazil. The para nut. I'm going to go back to France, because I've been waiting to, to do this for some time. French swear word? Merde! That's one. Enculé? Uh, I haven't got that. What's enculé? Enculé. Enculé. What's that? I can't remember. I just remember hearing it. Enculé-vous is a motherfucker, I think. Ah, oh, enculé de ta mère is motherfucker. So close. Ah. Uh, 
So it's a derivative of fuck then, isn't it? Oh, cool. oh, it's coolio vu fuck you then. So if I say je m'en fiche or je m'en fiche, that is I don't give a fuck. Vate faire foutre is go fuck yourself. Lovely. Connard is asshole. Not to be mixed up with canard, which is duck. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a coffee of Connard, please? <laughs> Maybe if you play that's right, sir. <laughs> and my favourite, I've got a couple more, but my favourite, I don't know how to pronounce this one, but Taguel is shut your animal face. Right. Shut um, your animal face. Yeah. Taguel. It's funny though, isn't it? Because different swear words in different countries are, are more annoying. Be careful ordering duck soup. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, you also don't want to order the fouille de merde. No. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you absolute fucking pricks. That deserved much more than you gave it. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm wasted here. <laughs> so I have actually just submitted the Bermudan kiss to Urban Dictionary. Awesome. <laughs> and it's going to be reviewed. Let's see what we get. Yeah. If it comes if it comes back, we've got to chuck this all over cuz it's I'm quite pleased yeah. with it, not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Can you get like supporting evidence and stuff for it? <laughs> How do you mean supporting evidence for like its use so you have to put in what the word is the definition and then you have to use it in a sentence so i've put much like an australian kiss in brackets french kissing but down under comma but round the back and then the sentence is mate i took this chick home last night and gave her a bermudan kiss full stop then we fucked have you ever thought of romantic literary yeah you've got a blooming career at mills and boone here do you think (laughs) (laughs) ross is erotica yeah. <laughs> Once upon a time, I met this chick with a banging pair of tits. Then we fucked. The end. <laughs> I asked if I could spaff on her tits. She said yes. <laughs> so I did. The end. So when you go in for a kiss, which way do you tilt your head? Right. Yeah. I, that's. It's funny, isn't it? Because you get into a pattern. I, this is what Jane and I have found. Anyway, you get into a pattern, and if you do it the other way, it feels a bit weird. Yeah. But I suspect. I mean, I suppose if you're going right, you're both going right, aren't you? Because hmm. they're mirroring it. Yeah. But there's a thing, like, when you get into bed together, you both have your own sides. And yeah. 90% of the time, the man sleeps on the right-hand side of the bed with his feet at the bottom, where your feet would be at the bottom. But <laughs> As opposed to putting his feet on the pillow like some fucking loon. If you stand at the bottom of the bed, the, the man is then on the left. Yeah, that's right in our house. As of right now, yes, that's true. But only because we moved the bedroom around. When we used to have the bed, I would have been on the other side. Underneath? yes <laughs> that was an upgrade from being shoved in the cupboard <laughs> can i come out no well you're you're uh, one of the minority i think whenever it's come up that was the only time i was allowed in the bed <laughs> and you just asked around in a room of people yeah men always seem to lie on the right hand side mm. ours is fully dependent on where the exit of the room is yeah amanda will sleep on the side of the bed that is closest to the door oh jane's the opposite yeah yeah I think she figures if someone breaks into the house, they're going to go for me first. So Amanda's the one that's going to beat the shit out. Nah, Amanda's the hard one. She'll kill him. <laughs> Dear. Yeah, so um, in a research thing, around about two-thirds of people when participating in this study lean to the right. And then 
you know, people, as they get more passionate, they kind of just swap. So heads go all over the place. And then you end up in Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what was the kissing rule described in Hitch? So when Will Smith is teaching Kevin Hart about kissing. I've seen it. Well, I have seen it, but I don't remember. It's the the ninety ten rule. If you're going to go in for the kiss, you go about ninety percent of the way, and if the other person doesn't come, the other ten percent, then <laughs> there'll be no kiss, and you've made a cunt of yourself. <laughs> but if they do come the rest of the way, then you might get to finger her. <laughs> Is that really what he said? I'm paraphrasing, add, adding a little bit extra. You know, I don't think there was much talk of fingering in Hitch, if no. any. Do you know what? I can't remember a single film where I've heard reference to fingering. Freddie got fingered? Apart from maybe that. But do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, growing up as a teenage boy, fingering was a massive part of your sort of interactions with girls. Maybe for you. Yeah, okay, maybe for me. <laughs> I didn't see a girl till I was like 21. That all boys boarding school did well for you then? It wasn't boarding, but it was all boys. Oh dear. Oh, yeah. oh dear. That doesn't preclude you from fingering, surely. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Bermudan kissing going on there. <laughs> Tell me where he touched you, Andy. Points to Bermuda on the map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we started off in Perth. We're <laughs> <laughs> the Panama yeah, Canal. Yeah. What? Oh, God. You had to take it somewhere weird. Panama Canal. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. Right. Whilst we're on this subject, then, tenuous link. Fingering. Not well. A boarding no. school by the bigger boys. But things named after other countries. Right. Yeah. So we're talking about French kissing named after France. Yeah. Now, I have heard this one. I always thought this was a piss take, but it turns out it's actually true. Lesbianism. Right. From the Greek island of Lesbos. Really? No. Yeah. No. An ancient poet, Sappho, lived with and wrote about her love for a group of women. Uh, so it's not necessarily lesbianism as we think of it today, but it does actually originate from the island. Oh, right. <laughs> of Lesbos. Yeah. No, that's really cool. And jalapenos got their name from, I think it's a town called Jalapa. Yeah, makes sense. You have to, you have to really get into it. Jalapa. Yeah. <laughs> jalapenos. <clears throat> Is your coffee machine broken? I'm going to love the next one. Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Ugh. Does anybody love Chihuahuas? Yeah, Chihuahuas, cool. Are they named after some little yappy cunt island? <laughs> no, they're, they're named from a place in Mexico. Is it called Yappy Cunt Town? <laughs> I've got some that we know. So Bikini is pretty obvious. Is it? Yeah, from Bikini Bottom in SpongeBob. Right, exactly. Okay. No, from the island of Bikini. Which is where? Where is, where is Bikini Island? In the Pacific Islands, but I couldn't be... You couldn't be Pacific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, badminton, yeah, somewhere in the UK, but I couldn't tell you where. Champagne, badminton, maybe. Don't say yeah. champagne; it's champagne. It's champagne. It's champagne. <laughs> it's Moet and Chandon. Moet, Moet and Chandon, please. Sorry, Karen. Rugby. So, fifteen minutes from where I am here, that's where rugby was invented in the town of Rugby. Bit on the nose, isn't it? There isn't a town called football. No. Yeah, no, but football's one of those stupid ones. Could you play it with your ball with your foot? See, that's what I don't get. You hit ball with foot, so football. Yeah, so explain to me why American football is called American football. Because they use the language of English simplified. The only time you kick the ball in American football is when you're punting, which is pushing a boat down a river. Uh-huh. I don't understand. But this is America. We're the greatest country ever, and we can see what we want. Nope, stop myself. Good. But do you know what I mean? It's like, if you... Say football in America, just football. They're talking about American football. It's soccer yep. over there. But 
You don't kick the ball in football. You know why they called it different? It's probably called different. It's because the English yeah. did football and we're not going to call it football because it's the English. Yeah. Fuck the English. That's right. Well, I mean, half the constitution's about that. Even though they love the monarchs and the English now for some reason. The whole reason the Second Amendment went into the Constitution about being able to bear arms is because the English were trying to disarm the rebels, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of it is to do with us. But, you know, we were a bunch of... Cunts. What if they just misinterpreted it? What if they had misinterpreted that and it's actually the right to literal bear arms? Or the right to arm bears. No, no, no. Literally, you can own two the two arms of an actual bear. <laughs> uh, it's not about guns at all. So you can't just give guns to bears? No, no. You're allowed to own the bear's arms. That's it. You cut them off, take them home, keep them as long as you want. That's it. That's what the Second Amendment is. There's nothing about guns. Idiots. <laughs> is this all bears? Like, does Paddington, you can have Paddington's arms? Yeah, chop that fucker up. We don't want to fuck with Paddington. He's got friends in high places. Yeah, yeah. I take it everyone's seen the yeah, uh, Jubilee thing with the Queen. Yeah. yeah. Do you get the sandwich One. if you cut his arms off? It's in his hat. Why would you get it if you cut his arms off? But he gets it out sometimes. He's not going to be able to get it out if he's got no fucking arms, is he? Flops it out on the table. <laughs> I just spat all over my laptop. Nice. <laughs> oh. Why do you do that, Ross? Well, because I laughed with my mouth closed and instead of snotting all over myself this time, <laughs> I spat everywhere instead. Nice. That's a pretty picture you're painting. Yeah, I'm so sexy. It's hard to believe I'm married. If you cut the arms off of Pooh Bear, how is he going to wipe his ass? <laughs> <laughs> they will literally become Pooh Bear. You can just get Piglet to do it. Piglet's his bitch. There's a bear shit in the wood. No, he uses Piglet. Piglet, there's a thin napkin over there. <laughs> Have at it. What about Yogi Bear? Oh, he's got Boo Boo. Well, he has now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine that, though? Boo Boo's always been sort of held down by Yogi, but if Yogi had no arms, be like, fuck you, Yogi, I'm going to do what I want. I'm not smarter than the average bear now, are you, you armless cunt? <laughs> Imagine if Yogi Bear is holding Boo Boo back because he knows that Boo Boo is like potential serial killer and he's actually doing it for the good of the humans. Right. And we cut off Yogi Bear's arms and then Boo Boo just literally starts killing everyone. So do you think he just gets really hangry and that's why Yogi keeps stealing those picnic baskets? Exactly, yes. Yeah, it's, it's for the greater good. <laughs> We're back to the greater good again. Greater good. Oh my God. <laughs> I think Boo Boo is exactly the right height to give Yogi a Bermudan kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so how many more kids tv programs are we going to ruin no but we could do that in another episode i think uh, there are plenty do we have any records or darwins this week i've got records and i don't think i've got any darwins so i've got these are on language so the fastest rap in a number one single any guesses daddy freddy eminem in rap god eminem is correct wrong single oh godzilla Correct. Whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. 225 words in a 30 second segment, which means seven and a half words per second. I imagine Rap God is probably second. And then was it like anything by Twister is third? Man, it always used to be Daddy Freddy. Daddy Freddy was the king of that shit, but I'm going back a long way. Have you guys seen MC Hammersmith? No. No. Oh, mate, I'll dig it out and send it to you. It's so funny. It's a, it's a really posh guy. I think he's a comedian, but does like. Uh, very British, like gangster rap. Oh, he's not the one. Yeah, oh, yes, no, he's not the one. Who, yes, out. I have seen some of his stuff. I think. Yeah, I think I might so, have done. So funny. I'll dig it out for you to have a listen. It's very funny. Cool. He does some very fast, uh, fast rapping as well. Sorry, Andy, carry on. Longest non-medical, non-coined, and non-technical word in the English language, and you will have heard of this. Anti-disestablishmentarianism, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, twenty-eight letters long. Wow. 
Do you know what it means? No, didn't even think about looking. Disestablishmentarianism is the movement to disband the church. So anti-disestablishmentarianism is the movement against the disbanding of the church or the movement against huh. the movement for disbanding the church. Either way you want to look at it. There's a lot of movements in there. Uh, so if you, if you allow medical words oh god fuck this. none of us can actually pronounce this but there is one where the full chemical name for a human protein is 189,819 letters long and takes up to three and a half hours to pronounce why what is the fucking point right imagine if you've got an issue with that protein and you're in hospital and you're in desperate need of care like, oh they've got a problem with three and a half hours later oh he's dead Fuck you, medical people. Yeah, the thing with medical is there's no limit. You could have a million quite easily. It's just bizarre. They normally get shortened, though, to like acronyms and shit, don't they? Yeah. Like that pill over there. Yeah, the blue one. No, not that blue one. The other blue one. No, the light blue one. No, not that light blue one. The other light blue one. Is this a bad time to tell you I'm colorblind? <laughs> <laughs> so the longest words in English with letters in alphabetic order. Oh, I bloody well know this, and I can't remember now. Is it like 16 characters long? It's, it's not that long, is it? It's eight. Think you can go at it, Simon? I can't remember. I really can't. Agalops. A-E-G-I-L-O-P-S. How do we get here from kissing? Language records. Okay. And then I'm going to do, I'm going to make an attempt at this. The place in Wales. Hang on a minute, before you do that, you yeah. didn't make any attempt at that other Welsh word. Oh, ki- uh, kissing? Yeah. Cousin. That sounds French. Uh, that's not surprising. French is all over the place. There's a lot of Scottish words that are French origin. But yeah, I've, I'm sort of remembering it because C is pronounced K in Welsh. How can they tell? If you look at Cymru, which is Welsh in Welsh, yeah. or Wales in Welsh. So it's spelt with a C, but it's pronounced Cymru. But it would be if it was C, Cymru. Am I missing something here? C and K sound the same, yes? Uh, I don't know what K sounds like. No, I mean, right, okay. If you're speaking English, a C and a K sound very similar, correct? No. K and K. Exactly. Oh, yeah, all right, okay. Kick and cock sound very similar at the start. Yeah? Yeah. So how can... I'm sorry, I'm just struggling with you saying that their Cs are pronounced like Ks. I'm like, yes. That's all I know. Don't shoot a messenger. I'm not. I'm just, I, I think maybe there's some, some mistranslation in perhaps the, the nuances of this going on. Wait till I get to double L's. I'm going to take, actually, no, Andy, sorry, you were going to do the, the Welsh place name, or where it is. Which... Were, yeah, were you about to have a go? No, because I ain't got a clue what it is. No, I wasn't. Go on, off you go, Andy. All right. <coughs> Always preparing, look. Yeah, I'm going to take a run up at this. So, Hlanfer Hwilgwyn Gilgo Gerich Wichendrob Willian Tisilio Gogogoch. That's pretty good. Not bad, mate. Not better bad. than I expected. I know it's not right, but yeah. That's not bad. Not bad. It's better than I could do by a long shot. Hats off. Oh, yes. I know I got fair wrong because it, it looks like fair, but it's fear. Well, I think we can forgive that one minor <laughs> issue. Did I pass? I think well done. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you a pass. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always give you a pass, mate. So I'm going to jump on the, the record bandwagon and bring it back to kissing as my laptop goes to screensaver. The world's longest kiss lasted 58 hours, 35 minutes and 58 seconds by a couple in Thailand. So it was an event organized by Ripley's, believe it or not, in Thailand. It was in 2013 and nine couples entered 
like an annual kissing competition. Ikachai Tiranarat and Laksana Tiranarat from Thailand. And they, yeah, uh, 58 hours, 35 minutes, 58 seconds. And they held the record previous to that as well. I mean, it's over two whole days of just kissing where you can't eat, yeah, you yeah. can't drink. Two, and a, half, two you and a half days. Drink, you can't drink. You can't sleep. Can you not? Can't they have straws or something? Well, how? It's not. It's, no. I on, didn't surely. look at the rules. Not gonna lie. Yeah, surely that's breaking the kiss. Come on. No, I, I imagine yeah, your lips got to be touching at all times or something. But you could probably fit a straw in. That's what she said. <laughs> Longest on-screen kiss in a commercial feature film. How long do you reckon? Gone with the wind. Spider-Man? Probably not that long. Probably about the spider. The Spider-Man one. One longest nips in a commercial film kissing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can't be that long, can it? Not for an actual, before there's a break, before they go, <laughs> carry on again. Um, I don't know. So it's in the film Kids in America in 2005. I'm going to go with three minutes. Four minutes, 21. Andy is closer. It was six minutes and 44 wow. seconds. Uh, and the kiss takes place over the end credits of the film. As it goes on, is he like motioning to camera, like, speed up, you fuck. <laughs> uh, longest underwater kiss? On film? Oh, it's, no, just in general. Is it two blue whales? It's not. It's two people. Two human Okay, fine. People. Okay, just so I check. Aquaman and Squidward. It's real life. Uh, I'm going to go high. I'm going to go six minutes 30. I'm going to go... Simon? One minute 20. I can't be asked to work out who's closer. Uh, <laughs> it was three minutes, 24 seconds, and 34 frames. And what's that in? The longest underwater kiss in apnea. So they, they were in a swimming pool, I guess. Biggest kiss orgy, or as it's titled, most couples kissing simultaneously. Oh, that's going to be huge. Isn't we're it? not it's talking like... Pornhub here, are we? We're talking... Talking real, real life. Oh, real life. Oh, God, that could be fucking anything. That could be like, I'd say, I don't know, 30,000. It's going to be like the Bake Off tent. 3,200. The most people kissing simultaneously is 13,577 pairs. So, Simon, if you were counting individual people, you would yeah, win, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was in Sao Paulo, Brazil in 2014. It was quite cool. So a few few kissing records there. Uh, anyone want to hazard a guess when the first interracial TV kiss was? Ooh. Because that's a big thing. Was it in the UK? It was in the UK. Was it EastEnders? It was not EastEnders. Was it Brookie? No. Was it a soap? I don't know. Uh, it's drama. Some sort of drama. Well, in terms of years, then, I'm going to go 1982. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say 80. Well, you're both well out. It was a play called Hot Summer Night transmitted in the UK as part of the drama anthology series Armchair Theatre. Oh, wow. It's actually the 1st of February 1959. Jesus. Yeah. Armchair Theatre Between goes Andre Melly and Jamaican-born Lloyd Record. Mm. Uh, it's a much-debated record, often wrongly attributed to a Star Trek episode in 1968, where Shatner kisses <laughs> Nichelle Nichols. It was, at, the, at the time, hang on, hang on. hugely controversial to the Americans. Yeah, but before that, didn't he get off with a green woman or something? I mean, that, surely that's interracial. I mean, to Americans, kissing aliens is probably less of a travesty. <laughs> yeah, certainly back then. You you know. Know. Well, not always uh, yeah, back then either. It's ridiculous. But... I think Shatner kissed Michelle on the nickels. He might have done, but not on screen. <laughs> Maybe that was before, and that's how she got the role. I don't know. That seems to be how it worked. He kissed her right? on the nickels, but he was aiming for a Bermuda kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Most kisses given in eight hours. Two. Three. <laughs> 
trying to do quick math. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not very good at that, Ted. The number will surprise you. Okay, hang on. You're doing it to yourself, aren't you? Sorry? What, I'm kissing myself? <laughs> no, Simon is. I'm going to guess. It's going to be whatever you say, I'm going up. <laughs> You're going to go one over. You guess first, then. Whatever you guess, I'm going one more. No, 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 no. You... I'll get on with it, you bunch of fannies. <laughs> That's not what this guy kissed, by the way, I, I imagine. Okay, I'm going to say 500,000. Oh, fuck, I'm going down. 67,000. Oh, Andy, you win. Oh. It was 11,000. You lied to me, Andy. You said you were going to go up. That's why I said 500,000. Yeah, you said 500,000. What did say that? You, you went silly and it bit you in the ass. Bit me in the Bermuda Triangle. So it was a guy called Albert Wolfram kissed 11,030 people in eight hours at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival, 12th of September, 1998. I don't think he's trying hard enough. Different people as well. Yeah, people, yeah. It's not just the goats and cows and all that shit. No, I was thinking, like, could kiss the same person all the those amount of time. Speaking of kisses (laughs) and animals, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Dangerous ground. Can anyone name the four members of Kiss by their... Makeup names. Oh God! Oh. No, I can't. No, no idea. None of them. Oh, one. The, there's the cat one. Yeah, that was where the animal kissing sort of came in. And then the star. Someone. Catman was Peter Chris. Well, in the original lineup, Peter Chris, drummer. Star Child, Paul Stanley. Yeah. The Demon, which is Gene Simmons, and the Spaceman or Space Ace, which is Ace Freely. Ah. Huh. And there were actually two other members who had different makeups who joined as other members left. Because the original two were Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, who are still the original two. And Ace Freely and uh, Peter Chris left at different points. And there was a guy called Eric Carr, who was drummer from 1980 to 1983. And he had a fox mask or makeup. And there was a guy called Vinnie Vincent, who was lead guitar and backing vocals from 82 to 83. And he had an Ankh warrior. So he had like an Egyptian Ankh his head nice so there you go but yeah kiss are in actual fact still touring oh god they are on their and nobody's going to say are though they're on their end of the road world tour started in january 2019 obviously covid then and it's set to conclude in 2023 and uh they've had would you believe 30 gold albums of 14 platinum albums Bloody no hell. i wouldn't there you go i can think of one kiss record really is it rock and roll all night yep Bunch of American rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of the definitive rock bands of all time, to be fair. Yeah, like I said, American rubbish. They were actually quite strongly influenced by British rock and roll. Gene Simmons has stated that the band's musical heart and soul lies in England. Um, yeah. Like the Beatles and the, um, the guitarists from the Yardbirds, so Jimmy Page, Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck. And he also... He actually he also said in his own words, I've ripped off so many English riffs. If the British influence wasn't there, we wouldn't be here. Rock and roll all night is a direct bastard child of Slade's mama. We're all crazy now. So Slade, not just good for Christmas. Also good for Reeves and Mortimer. Also speaking of um, music and Kiss, obviously Prince had a song called Kiss. Uh-huh. Nicely covered by anyone want to tell me? Um, and I do want yeah, the full artist name. Yeah, I know you do. Enrique Iglesias. Nope. Ah, oh, shit. Worth a try. To be fair, this is a bit out of your time zone, Ross. My wife would probably disagree. I know it, but I can't bring it. It was his royal Welsh loveliness. 
Tom Jones. Tom Jones. And The Art of Noise. That's where I was going. But can you tell me, so apart from his own hits, he wrote three very massive songs. For, well, didn't write them for other people necessarily. He wrote one for them, two were covered, that made it to the top of the charts, pretty much to the top of the charts, if not at the top of the charts. Can anyone name them? Hey, also what, Tom Jones? No, Prince. Oh. No idea. Did he write something for Kylie? No. Um, Spinning around. He did. Sounds very Prince. He did write a song for Madonna. Oh, okay. love song which is on the like a prayer album and if you if you actually listen to that song it is pure prince sort of around the batman album era it's got that real mm-hmm. heavy funk sound in it but there was three other songs that the three obvious ones. he's done about 15 altogether for like sheena easton and sheila Ree and people like that and stevie nicks but manic monday really yeah by the bangles yeah. he wrote that he wrote that specifically for them i feel for you by shaka khan that was a cover of a prince song and nothing compares to you Sinead. Sinead O'Connor was also a cover. Wow. There you go. Which which begs the question, well, she doesn't beg the question, but so what was the first single you ever bought? On 7-inch. Who let the dogs out by the Baja, man? On 7-inch, <laughs> it was Respectable by Mel and Kim. <laughs> I such, yeah. I honestly had the hots for Kim. Was it Kim or Mel? One of them. The one that died. Very inconvenient. I thought they both <laughs> No. Died. One of them, one of them sat, at very, and also this is very sadly, one of them got, I think it was cancer and died. And that yeah. was the one I really liked. It's heartbreaking <laughs> as a child. I think if your first single isn't, doesn't have, I don't know, some mild embarrassment to it in your adult life, doesn't really, can't count, can it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, I I'm, bought. I'm proud of mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the one that I bought, the one that I remember having, so given to me, was Remember You're a Womble. Actually, I'm proud of that one as well. Amazing. Of it. But yeah, um, Walk Like an Egyptian by Bangles was mine. Oh, nice. I've got some seriously, seriously embarrassing records in my collection, but not my first purchase. My first purchase was Respectable Mel, Mel and Kim. I thought it was quite a good song. Yeah. yeah, mine was fucking terrible. Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men I, on mate, CD? I don't think it's that bad. I have got... That's pretty bad. Andy will remember this, Ross, you may not. Do you remember when Scott and Charlene got married in Neighbours? Yes. Nope. And there was a song that played at the wedding yep. called Suddenly by Angry Anderson. Yep. I have that in my record we, collection. We nearly had that at our wedding. Amazing. <laughs> I have that on 7-inch, along with Kylie and Jason. Is it Together wow. Forever? Have they filmed that last episode now? I don't know. I don't know. It's the end of an era, though, isn't it? I remember when yeah. it started. I remember when it started. And Home and Away starting. Yeah, I remember that. And then um, that character Sally was in it, and I, I thought she had a she had a friend called Milko, and all of a sudden the hot chocolate song made sense. I believe in Milko. <laughs> oh. I used to think that was the words. I love those misheard song lyric things you can find. They're brilliant. But yeah, honestly, I was like, oh, I believe in Milko. They must have been talking about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's been a pleasure as always, but I uh, I feel it may be time to end, unfortunately. Okay, as long as we're not ending in the Bermuda Triangle, I don't mind. We are not ending in the Bermuda Triangle, no. We will be back sooner than you think, lovely people out there. Or ending in the Bermuda Kiss. <laughs> Guys, Andy, thank you very much for joining me tonight. You're welcome. Simon, thank you for joining me, COVID and all. Pleasure, as always. And thank you all very much. I've been your host, Ross, and I will leave you with this. After listening to this, go and speak to your significant other and ask them if they would like a Bermuda kiss. And when they say, what the fuck is that? Just say, bend over, love. Bye! Bye!